We each hold a unique place in this world, complete with our own dreams, culture, and perspective. It is the individual stories of those I meet along my journey that shape the way I see the world. I'm so excited to share these stories with you, and I hope they allow you to fall in love with humanity as much as they have for me. Welcome to This World My View. I'm your host, Liana. Today I want to introduce you to Clay. Clay is an all-around lover of life, traveler of the world, and super easy friend to make if you ever have the opportunity to connect with him. He's a, been a pleasure so far. So thanks for being here, Clay. Thanks for having me, eh? Um, so we're going to go through some questions here, which I gave you a little bit of briefing on. He's like, oh my gosh, what did I get myself into? <laughs> but you're ready for it. So uh, we'll just jump right in here. These are all just designed to um, just share your life and your heart with anybody who's uh, able to listen to this and get to know you a little bit more. Um, so the first one is, who do you define yourself as? Whew, okay. <laughs> Still doesn't get easier once no, you know the question. No, it doesn't get easier. <laughs> oh, no, gosh. Okay. Um... I would say, I mean, one thing that I define myself as across socials, but also just even in, in my like day-to-day life and what I pursue um, is as a lover of stories. Mm. Um, people's stories, the human story mostly, because mm-hmm. I think that, I mean, we just talked about that a little bit yeah. before the meeting, but I just feel like um, human stories are actually so similar. And yeah. there's a general overarching, like... Um, idea running through a lot of them yeah um and so i feel like the more you travel and the more you share these stories and the more you connect with people's stories um the easier it is uh to to also find out your part in the world Mm. and the part you play Mm -hmm. um so i would say a lover of stories um that's probably a big defining thing and of course a traveler because i just (laughs) i mean i live on the road right i have no home so um that's another thing i would say those are two big like defining things in my life i think that's perfect that's great <laughs> i love that and it's very very uh accurate for who you are and and what we see which is great next one's a little easier maybe what's your <laughs> what is your favorite food okay i don't have a favorite food you know this okay. is crazy <laughs> oh, this is wild um but a food that i miss that i don't have enough of mm. because i'm, I'm not um, in the Caribbean anymore. Okay. Is jerk chicken. Okay. <laughs> You're not getting that. Here yeah, yet. you're definitely not getting it in Egypt. <laughs> yeah, so we're here in Egypt right now, and uh, yeah, definitely no jerk chicken. Yeah, definitely not. Um, so I, I look forward to that the most, like when I ever yeah. go back to the Caribbean or to somewhere with like big Caribbean influence, like yeah. New York or Miami. Yeah. So yeah. That's good. Yeah, and we had uh, some oxtail last night, <laughs> which was not reminiscent of what. Yeah, you're used definitely to. not Jamaican oxtail. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, it was it was decent. Okay. Uh, Good. Fair enough. Yeah, food food is great, but it can be really bad when it doesn't measure up yeah, to what we're definitely. hoping for. <laughs> That's fair. Um, next one is are you reading anything right now? Yes. Um I'm actually writing a script, like um a script piece for um a project that I'm shooting for a brand Lumix. Okay. Um and it's based on some uh, excerpts from The Alchemist. Oh, okay. So I'm actually rereading The Alchemist for like the seventeenth yeah. time. Yeah, such a good book. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but it's just more for research and just to like brush up on this thing um, as it relates to like uh, writing the script. Okay. Um, someone just bought me a Young Pueblo book. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. I've yet to dive into it, but it goes everywhere with me in my suitcase because I'm like, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna read it today, and it just never. <laughs> traveler thing for sure i do the same thing i'm like always bring a book i'm like i'm gonna read this exactly. on the plane and i never do i get like one chapter and i'm like why did i carry this thing with exactly me? or i um you know i go down to the pool and i'm like today is like a reading day and yeah. i like i didn't even open the book like, <laughs> but i think i confuse myself and i'm like if the book's there then yeah, maybe, I'll read it. yeah it's like no absolutely um, not. <laughs> i've also just started rereading Brene's brown daring greatly um okay. which is one of my favorite books actually okay um in terms of nonfiction. oh i don't know that one but i'll really? have to look at oh, it wow. there we go Add that to my list then. Um, the next one is, uh, what is your greatest fear? Oh, my God. Um, so I wouldn't say this is the same as what I'm afraid of because yeah, I feel no, like fear. Yeah? yeah, for sure. Um, my greatest fear, I, I just feel like 
my honest greatest fear, the thing that would probably like give me the most distress is to to feel that life had maybe like absolutely no purpose. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. To maybe feel like it's crazy because I think our our purpose is linked to not always, but in my case anyway, linked to um, our understanding of how divine we are. You know, yeah. and as as human beings, like nothing is just as we see it you know yeah that only makes up a small percentage of our lives and how we live and so i feel like my biggest fear is losing sight of like that divinity Mm -hmm. you know and like um and the purpose behind life and why we're here and to be separated from that divinity you know um and to just truly be like a like walking shell you know yeah. with with, with yeah. no like drive or purpose or faith mm-hmm. and these things don't have to be like um necessarily the most like rational things or yeah. whatever but you know what what is it that drives you that's beyond yourself yep. what is the divine thing that you can't see that drives you yeah um and to lose sight of that and to lose that would probably be like my biggest fear no that's so. i very much resonate with that yeah yeah, yeah it's to like be it to be like you're saying to be a shell to just yeah. exist with no purpose and yeah. no attention that's yeah, I think we do the most to avoid what we're most afraid of, and yeah. and you're you're actively you're actively pursuing yeah not living in that fear, which is yeah it's a good inspiration to others. Yeah. Thanks, <laughs> that was hard. No, you're good. You're good. Um, what do you value the most? Um, people, actually, I would mm-hmm. say. Um, I'm in a space where I'm traveling so much. Mm-hmm. Um, and I go to, I mean, I go to places to, to see them and experience them and experience history and culture and art and adventure and nature and all this stuff. But all of those experiences are instantly heightened if you're with someone yeah. and if you're sharing it with someone. Yeah. Um, and I would say, I mean, I could limit that and go my family, but then if I, I haven't seen my family, like, I mean, I saw them recently, but before that, like a year. Yeah. So then you have to find a space where, you know people mm. become your family or mm-hmm. you know people become a safe place where you can be yourself yeah where you can be known and be loved and yeah. so i would say people are probably the most valuable at risk of sound again no, yeah, you're, <laughs> like, it, it's honest i yeah. want to hear it honest it's um good. i would say people are probably the most valuable asset um yeah. because we have the we have the ability to to alter things you know and like yeah. and i think that's what's beautiful like people would say no but we destroyed the planet or whatever and i'm like that's true but then at the same time you know there are the advocates for i mean the only reason we even have the consciousness to realize that hey we're doing Mm -hmm. something wrong let's change it Mm -hmm. um i think i think that in itself is beautiful you know and so i would say that people are super valuable um i don't think we should do without them (laughs) Um, on a personal level or even like on a on a global scale or on a world scale i think i think people are super valuable yeah i know Fully, fully agree with that one. Yeah, there's something. Yeah, you're touching on too. Just like feeling like you can connect with people yeah. and be, uh, you know, at peace, known and valued around For sure. people. Yeah, um, absolutely. Is, yeah, it's very life giving. Um, when was the last time you felt joy? Um. So yesterday we went horseback riding. <laughs> the first part was not joyful you know that literally like i just like if you know me you know flies like it's just airs eyes i was like yeah. nah this is actually gross like yeah. it was just the worst thing anyway the sun went down and we're going back at night and uh-huh. um the moon was literally like yeah. a little sliver did you see that mm-hmm. it, it was, was wow um i was Kind of like going ahead of everyone, um, probably not intentionally. My horse was just yeah. like, I'm ready. I'm they, were on their <laughs> own. they were they were doing whatever they wanted to do that day. And so it just was trotting along. And then I, I kind of just leaned into it. And I was like, okay, wait, let me just remember where I am. I was yeah. like, wow, the desert is just like sprawling out like in, in all these directions. And um, this moon is there. And then the one star appeared. And then I just started to like, um, just started like hum a tune. And like I was singing a little bit. Um, and I just felt like so much wonder in that moment mm. and gratitude and those are things that are linked to joy i would say yeah. um so yeah i would say that was probably the, the last time i felt joy yeah i love yeah. that it's so recent yeah that's great no i mean you could find it every day you right can. i agree like, no so. i fully agree yeah it's uh, it's always interesting to hear where people come with that but yeah that was definitely it was a moment that was beautiful like yeah you get the pyramids yeah you have the sliver of the moon and you're yeah. like what the heck is this life right now it was awesome yeah that was just insane 
Um, when was the last time you were afraid? Um, I mean, I, I struggle a little bit with anxiety, so mm -hmm. I probably have a moment of fear daily. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and I, again, or a moment of, or a moment that I'm afraid. Because I would say that, yeah. like, these are, often when I'm afraid, it's probably more, more irrational than, like, you know, yeah. than when, like, I said, when I, when I fear something, you know, yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm working through this. Yeah. Um, but I feel like when I'm afraid, it's, it's as trivial as, like, I, I don't like elevators. Yeah. I, I will walk, and I have walked, <laughs> 18 floors. Because yeah. I just would rather not get stuck in an elevator in a foreign country. Yep. Especially, um, that, that seems like a really healthy fear. <laughs> <laughs> it might be self-preserving. Yeah. I mean, I got stuck in an elevator in Egypt the last oh, time I was here no. too. So. Okay, I'm gonna walk down now when I leave here. And it was just a nightmare because I didn't speak Arabic, he didn't speak English, and I was trying to communicate oh, on the intercom, and I was oh, like, "Wow, I'm gonna be here for hours." Oh no. Um. Yeah. Then that. Yeah. No. But um. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, five minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> when yeah. we got on the elevator. Yeah. No. no, that's fair. But again, it's like I'm so like more and more aware of these like things that you're afraid of are usually just like irrational things so yeah um, I, yeah no i think it's super healthy to have like sorry i'm like cutting you off no, like, no, no, i think no. it's super healthy to have like any rational fear yeah because <laughs> it's like that's what that's what is fearful about it's like oh, i can't reason this i can't do something yeah. with this it's like okay like you know fearing something that you can control or you yeah, can impact sure. or you can change it's like yeah i can reason with that yeah. but something you're like i have no yeah no control <laughs> Literally. i'm in this like no yeah <laughs> fully get that I'm gonna go take the stairs now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. um, would you say that there's a moment in your life that changed you or taught you something? Oof. I mean, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, He's like one or ten. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. Um, so I became, or I found like faith when I was 21. Okay. Um, that was a defining moment in my life. Yeah. I was sort of like, I mean, I'll, I'll give the short version of that story, but um, I. I had just started traveling. I had moved to Tel Aviv at the time. Okay. And I had this, I, I somehow just had this random desire to, again, look beyond, like, our physical human experience. And I was mm -hmm. like, wow, like, I would love to, to know if there, if there is more and why we're here. Um, and I started kind of looking for that um, just more generally. Yeah. I mean, I started with, like, well is is there more is there a divine is there god mm -hmm. um and then once i came to the conclusion that i believe because i think that's going to be the the basis for a lot of things as opposed to this is a fact i mean i think what what matters most is what you believe you know mm -hmm. um and so i i came to that like conclusion that okay i believe that there is something greater than me mm. and then i um <laughs> I spent the next like few months looking into all of these different like expressions of that, you know, mm. like whether it was Islam or my mom is Jewish, so I was like looking mm. at Judaism, like um, I was looking at like what Christianity looks like in its formality, um, and I remember this moment where for me lights just switched on because I realized that our lives were made for love, you know, mm. and um, I felt like the person of Jesus like really embody that idea of like love and that love for humans and i mean i even look at like i know people look at jesus as this big lofty like far away person but yeah. like i see the divinity and i see the humanness of like or the humanity sorry of like i don't know traveling with your friends and like yeah. loving on people yeah. and like when you see the like life and like how jesus lived on earth like i know those are some of the things that inspired me um and then led me to a decision to believe that you know like mm he's more than that yeah. for me and so i would say that's a defining moment in my life because yeah. it's actually affected my worldview yeah. it's affected why i travel it affects how i build business it yeah. affects like how i uh, react to people respond to people yeah and so that's like and that's something that i come back to daily right like yeah. i i consider that in my morning mm -hmm. before i go out i'm like what are the intentions i want to set today mm -hmm. how would jesus do this you know mm -hmm. like and so that's a that's a big thing for me mm -hmm. so yeah Clay, that's beautiful. No, that's totally beautiful. I feel like that's there's so much that can get uh, spoken or heard or hurt in when people take religion or belief mm -hmm. or faith, and you really um, beautifully summed up in words what it means to have a, a connection, a divinity, and humanity, and love yeah. and purpose in that. And that's that's so beautiful. I love that. Cool. Thank I you for that. sharing that. Um, yeah. Uh, what is something that you are looking forward to? 
sleep. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> you don't do that, do you? I don't sleep. No. Oh my god. Um, no, no, no. I mean, it's it's just always this like dilemma, right? Of like, oh man, if I go to sleep, then I can't do this thing. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, but no, actually, I mean, on a more like serious level or a deep level, um, I haven't taken a vacation with my whole family for a mm. while. Um, and now we're talking about a potential one in November, which okay. is crazy. Yeah. Um, and the whole family won't be there, but like my parents and yeah. like two of my like sisters will yeah. be there and my niece and stuff. So um, we're now like doing the whole like, okay, let's choose destinations together That's and stuff awesome. like that. So um, I'm really looking forward to that. That's awesome. Yeah. That sounds like a good time for sure. Uh, and for like uh, those of you that don't know specifically, Clay just travels all over continually. <laughs> so for those of yeah. us like for myself, I travel often, but... I'm home often as well. So when I'm away, I can be like, oh, I'll sleep when I get yeah. home. You, <laughs> no, can't, no, no, you no. can't sleep when you get home because this is home. Yeah, no. you're, yeah, you're um, everywhere with that. Um, what is something that you... Um, I'm losing my place here. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> what is something you think we have in common? Um, I mean, just from well, across socials and knowing you here, like your love for people, mm. I would say. Um, that's something that like, I believe in too. Um, how you how you perceive people, how you see people. Um, we've spoken just a little bit about your journey and like Jordan yeah. and stuff like that. And I look at that and I look to the similarities that I had when I was living and working in like refugee camps, like mm-hmm. with my <clears throat> or my internship. And um, I would say that like you know like you you obviously believe that every person matters or you know um, every person's of value. Yeah. Um, and then there are more like cool fun <laughs> things like we both free dive, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> we both travel, like. Yeah. Um, but I would say like one of the most meaningful things or things that stand out to me about you is, mm. is how you value people. Mm. That's an honor to have that in common with you. That's it. Thank you. And yes, awesome. free diving is more <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Which we haven't done together yet. We haven't really done like, that together. So. Yeah, we missed that. Yeah, Marshall and I were out <laughs> at the sea and you were here. So we're going to make that happen. For sure. Um, what is something you wish was over already? I'm not gonna go for the obvious There's an thing. There's in the room. There's a big old elephant. I'm not gonna go. Um. Uh, yeah. I mean. Wow. Um. I just don't want to say the obvious thing. I'm not gonna go there. Um. In case anyone listens to this in like 20 years. Yeah. Right. The obvious thing is the pandemic. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Wow. Um. trying to think something that i really think really wish was over Mm. yeah there's a lot yeah because i feel like everything like i mean there's there's so much you could say but then everything is like lofty and unimaginable right like if i said like i wish there were no more wars or like you know i wish like you know like this this particular thing was over then it was just kind of like but you can take it where you want with that it's like if you have this if you have a genie wish and it's like what do i want not not to be there it's okay yeah i mean this is crazy because i actually spoke to a friend recently and we were talking about like superpowers yeah. and we were saying okay if you had a superpower to sort of like get rid of one thing in the world yeah. what would you do you know and everyone kind of like said like yeah. oh wars or world hunger yeah um when i said shame actually mm. um i think shame is like the driver of so many of our bad decisions or so many of our um um so many of the disconnect that we have with those people around us um so much of why we fall into ourselves and feel like this moment is too defining Mm -hmm. um i can't move on from this Mm -hmm. or whatever so i would say and it's it's different right because you Mm -hmm. like this idea of like you can feel guilty for doing something bad like i take this water it's not mine yeah i feel bad but then that there there is a shift when it goes from like, okay, I did something bad. I shouldn't have done that. Move mm-hmm. on from it to, damn, I, I've done something bad. This is what define me, defines yeah. me. This is all I am. This is yeah. who I am. Yeah. And then it starts to affect how I relate to people. Mm-hmm. And so I would say shame is probably one of the most mm-hmm. like destructive forces in, no, in all, of wor- all of the world. I think yeah. it's the cause of wars. I think mm-hmm. it's the cause of bad religion. I think mm-hmm. it's like, I, th- I think it's like the worst thing yeah. <laughs> like ever, you know, because yeah. I mean, even in like religious uh, context, it's like 
I don't feel good enough for mm. the God that I believe in, you yeah. know? And so like, I got worried, I, yeah. yeah, so yeah. That, now I take that out of how does that, how do I relate to people? If I don't feel good enough, then they're not good enough. Right. And I like, so it's just so destructive. Yeah. Yeah. So shame would be the thing that I like that you took that. <laughs> I like that you took that to a heart, a heart level uh-huh. and not a, yeah, it's always so, I always love hearing perspective on that. It's just, everyone takes that differently. <laughs> and coronavirus, yeah, we can and get rid of that too. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, for sure, we're all done with that. Yeah. It's, it's, it's short-sighted. Yeah, I like that you're, sure. you're like, what's, what's more? What's yeah. more? Where's that? Speaks a lot to your, uh, your mindset yeah. in a good way. Yeah. Um, what makes you feel known and valued? Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I don't know if there's anything, I mean, of course, there's, like, a way I perceive love or whatever, but I don't, I wouldn't say that there's, like, anything, like, ridiculously unique about um, how I feel known or valued, because I feel like every human just wants to be, like, known and loved, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And so I would just feel like some of the things that make me feel known and valued is just a space where I can be myself. Mm -hmm. Um, If that space is... um, is uh um losing myself right you're now. okay yeah, <laughs> yeah it, somewhere you can be like open and yeah. connect with somebody and, yeah. and know them yeah and if a person is intentional about cultivating that yeah then for sure that's it like that's yeah. it you know like um to be known and to be loved to be completely yourself yeah um to have someone go out of their way to kind of like be aware of that and stuff mm-hmm. like that and i think those are some of the most special friendships that i have too yeah um where we are where we're more uh aware of the things that people yeah. are like uncomfortable with or yeah. um or their boundaries or yeah. even the things that bring them the most joy and we just mm-hmm. like lay our lay our lives down in these mo- little moments mm-hmm. to to help curate facilitate. and yeah, facilitate yeah, this yeah, like for space sure. for them so yeah um yeah i mean yeah, I don't know if that answers the question. Yeah, <laughs> I know, it does fully. And I think the cool thing is that that's such a similar response for so many people. Yeah, that, for like, sure. We're all looking for that. We want to know that someone sees what ma- brings us joy, like you're saying, yeah. or sees what makes us uncomfortable and like, sure. cares yeah. to act in those directions. Yeah, for sure. Wow. Yeah, no, that's, that's what I'm hearing from you. That's good. Um, this one will be fun for you. Um, <laughs> where do you call home and what makes it home? Oh, boy. <laughs> So funny. Um, I actually am releasing a, f- a video in yeah. a few days, probably, and like um, just waiting on the sign off from this particular client. But mm-hmm. it's about this concept of home, mm-hmm. which I used to feel so much um, shame about, you know, for so long because it was kind of like, wow, I, if I don't have a traditional home, yeah. what does that mean for a traditional family? Hmm. Um, what does that mean for a traditional, like, uh, life or you yeah. know security and all of this stuff um and I felt so much so much um distress around that for yeah. a long time um until like I started just focusing on the strengths I do have which is like I, I don't feel connected to any one place to the point where it like binds me you know yeah. I, I can go to a place and feel like wow like this is this is um this is homely, and when I say that, it's yeah. because like you know, when when you define a home, what is it like? You know, yeah. it's like people you can trust, yeah. Um, a place you can be yourself, yeah. like a safe place, a place mm-hmm. you can rest. Mm-hmm. And I find that um, I'm not doing that right now, but I can do that in in every place, you know. Like, <laughs> um, I mean, last week in Egypt, for example. Yeah. This week in Egypt was hectic because we were yeah. traveling around yeah, all the stuff. Yeah. But last week in Egypt, uh, when I celebrated my birthday, yeah. I was in a safe place with yeah. friends. Yeah. Um, who were all there we were celebrating life we were yeah. loving and you know we didn't have to think about everything because mm-hmm. everything was just like you know we had a plan it was like it was you know yeah. it was safe it was secure yeah. um and these are the concepts for me that like make home yeah. um or the ha- or gives the idea of home the potential to exist anywhere yeah. um and i know that's not the same for a lot of people no um but i think again the a big reason that's possible is because of people i don't think that i could just move to a place without having a Mm -hmm. community there or without seeking out a community there um because i think that's a big part of what makes home home like people people yeah for sure absolutely (laughs) yeah because your physical home is all over the world and you change that time to time it's um yeah i mean it's like and you'll probably uh know what i mean when i say this but like i i think it's in my might even be in my bio on a few like yeah. of these social websites but it says like 
traveling through the world on my way home you know yeah that's and that's beautiful. because i mean that's layered and i'm yeah, sure if you like if you're yeah, if yeah. you know you know kind of yeah, thing yeah. but um because i just don't feel like um again not the same for everyone but i don't feel like uh like the ideas that we have around mm -hmm. home in this like traditional sense yeah. um are even like supportive of who we are as mm -hmm. humans i think we're we're made to explore we're yeah. made to go we're made to experience new things and mm -hmm. um and i think like we often use this idea of home which is beautiful and it just like bolts us to mm -hmm. to things that sometimes we don't even enjoy you know and yeah. so um i don't know i, I feels more like a prison than a home yeah sometimes, <laughs> literally on, yeah so yeah um cool. but i am trying to be more intentional about um celebrating the traditional idea of home especially mm -hmm. as it relates to being around family yeah because i know that means a lot to them yeah um they can't like pick up and travel with me yeah. like constantly yeah. so it's like okay but that, I, that I guess connects to very much to what you feel is home is people and, and yeah. there and so valuing your family exactly and making sure to cultivate that as well yeah. it very much aligns with who you are there you go I'm building yeah. a home yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you, you mentioned like just um so you actually spent your birthday up on mount sinai yeah <laughs> which is crazy there's some mind-blowing pictures and yeah it's amazing that's awesome it, it's all uh, these these i mean they they fill you with so much wonder if you if you let it right yeah and then sometimes you're just like why did i climb a mountain like <laughs> this is so extra like <laughs> like i'm tired i want to sleep i stayed up late last night why am i climbing a mountain right why am now? i climbing like, mountain yeah. at four in the morning literally right like moses did this i don't need to do it there's photos <laughs> like this exists on google i can see this you know like no totally, so, totally but um it. it was it was definitely so worth it so that's amazing <laughs> i love that um what is something you wish you didn't struggle with Well, Clay's making all the faces at me. Like, what you? What are you doing to me right yeah, now? Yeah, literally. Yeah. <laughs> you know you're good. I, yeah, I told. I told you the minute I sat on this couch, I should have known it was going to be like a therapy <laughs> session. <laughs> it's not. We have this is the couch we have. This is all we got going on right here. Um, yeah. On the road, how it goes. Yeah, right. <laughs> got a cool view of the pyramid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's good. Um, something that I wish I didn't struggle with. Yeah. I would say something that it's funny because I again I I love um, I love humans right but I would say that a or I I know that something that doesn't energize me mm. is actually empathy which mm. is crazy like no one thinks this but even when I did like my like Clifton Strengths Finders test whatever like yeah. the actual uh, like I have friends in my life that are like you know they're empaths and they take on people's emotions mm. and ta and they're like it's so easy for them to see a situation and be empathetic. Mm -hmm. But I'm, I work at a lot of, I work through a lot of things by like reason. And mm -hmm. so like empathy for me, I have to like sit down and reason why I should be empathetic towards a situation mm -hmm. before I feel it. Mm -hmm. um, which is n not something that I think, I'm probably something I'm not most proud of. Mm -hmm. um, uh, Cause I love people, I see people. Mm -hmm. But it takes me sometimes a lot longer than I would want to to make certain decisions mm. um, because I'm like, well, like, I, I, I don't feel I don't yeah. feel the situation the way I probably should initially. Mm. Um, and it's as simple as like. This person is in need. Yeah. Right. Like I have friends that would be like, they don't even think twice. Yeah. You know, they just go. And then for me, I'm like, OK, let me sit down. Let me think about this. Let me look at finances. Let me like work this mm -hmm. out. And mm -hmm. like, it's very like rational and like mm -hmm. um, and I. And of course, I show up, but it's necessary, you know. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I would say I I wish that um, empathy or like like just outright empathy was something that energized me more. Mm. Um, and I like I struggle with mm -hmm. probably with like uh, figuring out how to be more like yeah. uh, naturally empathetic. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Uh, no, that's I, yeah. I think it's so hard sometimes to. It's very honest of you and open to say that, to say that, like, I, you, you deeply care for people. I see that so evident in the short time I've spent with you. You deeply care for people. But to say that, like, I wish I could express that quicker. I wish yeah. I could feel that quicker um, in the way that I responded. But also, like, there is so much um, and good in being able to be somebody who does the logic and does the reason. And, but, but to also say, like, I want to grow in that yeah. is, like, so open and so... No, so I mean, honestly, yeah. I appreciate that. It's like, yeah, that's that's so, something that's hard and hard to admit. <laughs> like, we all want to be like 
see that person and say like I instantly like know how to respond but we don't always yeah I mean it's um and I've, I've definitely seen that like through I mean through my life when I was 21 I took an internship um out in the Middle East in, in Lebanon and working in these like refugee camps and mm-hmm. um came back to the Europe did the same thing in sort of like France and as a I had an internship as like a journalist there and um mm-hmm. working a lot with like NGOs and stuff and I remember just knowing that it was the right thing and that was the mm. that was more the driver you yeah. know like the it didn't need to be known or it didn't need to be like yeah shared or hey here's what i'm doing or whatever but it was just more like i needed to like rationalize like why i'm here you, you know? knew that that's where you're yeah. supposed to be you know yeah. um whereas like my sister mm-hmm. uh who's one of my favorite people is literally like she would she is the modern day mother Teresa you know? like she literally just like will give everything and like she gets that from my mom my, I guess my mom and dad are yeah. um I'd probably take more from my dad in yeah. that sense but my mom is also this like hey wait this person's like home we've had this like yeah. this person's homeless oh come into our house like there's a spare bedroom just stay there and like you know, my mom is literally there's been times where she's just locked us all up in like one room because she's like very like anxious about everything including yeah. like strangers oh she's God. very much like don't talk to strangers but then she invites like she strangers into the house <laughs> and she's like that's amazing yeah, you're, it's you're awesome. growing up so confused poor thing literally <laughs> literally she like I remember I, I distinctly remember her locking us in a room with her um, we're all locked into the room yeah. in one room in our seven room house in Tennessee because there's Shoot. like a lady that was homeless that she invited in. I'm like, mom, like you, you got to figure this out. That's amazing. Oh my, there's so much there. I will, yeah. we'll let that be, but there's so much there. That's oh amazing. Gosh. Oh my gosh. That's great. No, I, I think there's something very cool about the practicality of like, I know this needs to be done. So yeah. I'm going to show up and I don't need to feel it. Cause our yeah, emotions wow. so many times we feel something and they change Yeah. and they're not like, like truth. I think, it doesn't change. It, it is what it is. Definitely. And so to say, like, truth is this person needs help. Yeah. I know I can do this. I know I show up. Yeah. I don't need to feel it to yeah. do it. And to see that you've chosen to act that out and to live that out in those places is, I is cool. That. That's neat. Yeah. yeah, thanks for sharing that. Um, what is something you're confident in helping someone else through or with? Sorry, what is something you're... Like, confident in helping someone through or with? Like, what do you feel like if you you have a lot of knowledge in or you have experience in or you've been through or however you want to take that there's so many like obvious like answers that i'm just trying to skip over because i'm like <laughs> um Clay's like i am not going to give you a yeah, typical answer yeah, yeah. i don't care what it is I, yeah. gotta, I gotta get something else i am going to be different no because it's so much no it's just so no, much more good. right no it's like, yes there is definitely i mean i could easily like give people tips on how to create or you know mm, like mm-hmm. how to travel more efficiently or effectively or yeah um but i think it's more than that um so i really struggle with seeing people um not have like voice like a voice of like truth around them at all mm-hmm. um whether that's in like my personal life with like friends or family that just somehow believe that um you know life is not worth anything or um or i can't leave my job there's no like you know like i can't i can't make this big decision mm-hmm. or um i would say i'm a i'm a really good hype man for this kind of stuff <laughs> um because good, i've good done all of those things you know <laughs> yeah. i've i've had crazy times when I was 18 to 21 and when substances were my thing and I dropped out of law school and um or when I wanted to start the wing collective my like business like Mm -hmm. and I was working a really good job as a producer in London and I just decided I just asked them for five weeks off they said no and I was like well I have a decision to make now and Mm -hmm. I just chose to pursue the things that were Mm -hmm. meaningful to me um words of affirmation are like a big thing for me and Mm -hmm. so like I find that that's also the way that I love best Mm -hmm. um so this is a pretty vague answer because it's not like helping anyone through a particular one thing but I would say that like um most of my friends would just probably describe me as like their hype man (laughs) supportive (laughs) yeah Yeah. you know encouraging supportive um yeah and I would say that like that's probably I mean that again when we talk about strengths that energize us Mm -hmm. that's something that energizes me you know like 
just speaking life over people and just mm -hmm. being like, man, you're more than this or mm -hmm. you can do this or, mm -hmm. um, and so yeah. I would say, say that. to sum that up to say that you're uh, you're confident in helping someone see the value in themselves. There you go. <laughs> there we go. Good. Yeah. Um, so next one's a little, a little more fun. Um, if you had ten thousand dollars in two weeks to spend it, what are you doing? I could do so much. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, and it's it's so funny because like when you actually like think about that, and I mean, it's not that much. No, I mean, that was intentional because I feel like you give somebody a million dollars and our head goes yeah. everywhere. But if you narrow it down, it's like, what am I really gonna do? Wow. I mean. The thing that I like, it's, it's probably going to be linked to the thing I'm most um, uh, that I'm most looking forward to. Yeah. And like, which is like I said, mm -hmm. hanging out with yeah. my family. So I would probably just like that would probably just go to our yeah. W whatever we were gonna do, it was gonna be ten thousand dollars more, like worth yeah. more. <laughs> like whatever it was was gonna be like. like now we're getting nicer. <laughs> yeah. Now. Right. Literally. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, that's probably like because I I can't I can't think of like. Yeah. No. That's. Yeah. I'm not actually big on like a lot of like material things. I mean, if yeah. I don't have my suitcase with me, but That's I literally yeah. travel with one suitcase, yeah. you know, like, mm -hmm. and I don't really collect anything yeah. or, and so like, I probably wouldn't buy anything newer. Like yeah. everything would just be yeah. shit on an experience. Yeah. If my family said like, hey, no, we can't go. I w Again, I would probably just like spend it on like flying like a friend out to yeah. hang out or something. Or, That's yeah. cool. No, I, I would, I'd be in the same place. Yeah. Go somewhere with people. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> literally anywhere, <laughs> yeah. Um, what is something you wish you could say to somebody you love, but you don't feel like they'd be able to hear it? Well, so um, I have a brother mm -hmm. who is... Uh, I mean, we, we, we used to be close when I was younger, um, or when I was, like, 19, 20, um, because of, like, uh, we, we connected over <laughs> through other <laughs> substances, you know? Okay, yeah. Um, <clears throat> and, uh, you know, like, now that I've moved on from that and, like, kind of just, like, you know, kind of eradicated a lot of that from my life, like, mm -hmm. um, he still struggles with a lot of that, mm -hmm. you know? Um, he's older than me. And I always feel like in our family, we're seven kids, mm -hmm. but in our family, I always feel whenever he's around and stuff, like I always feel like there's this like energy, even though he never expresses it, probably mm -hmm. because like it's probably not manly for him to do that or mm -hmm. whatever. But um, yeah, so my, I always feel like within the context of our family and stuff, sometimes he thinks of himself as the black sheep you know mm. um for a lot of different reasons like he he was from a different dad that um had like an, uh, an abusive like relationship with my mom and so mm. he he was from that like dad he was older than me like i said mm -hmm. um and so i feel like uh he's taken on a lot of that again shame and that's driving his decisions mm -hmm. you know and so i don't know i wish i wish that he would receive it if i told him like hey, like, again, you can start over, mm -hmm. you know? Like, you've, you've seen so much and you've done so much and mm -hmm. you've been hurt and you've hurt and all this stuff, but you, you actually... <clears throat> sorry. No, that, you're good. <laughs> you actually... Um, you actually have the... Uh, you know, you have, you have a chance and the ability to, to start over and to move on from this and, yeah. you know, and to really kind of, like... Uh, I don't know. Maybe... Maybe I would say it's safe here. I don't know. Mm -hmm. You can you can be yourself here. You can you can share here. Like this is this is a safe space. Yeah. And I'm I mean I'm not sure that he feels that with any of the relationships in his life. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's probably one of the things that I would say I probably feel guilty around because I can't. We're not naturally close because we don't naturally have a lot of things in common. Mm -hmm. Um, but also I'm not even around enough to be like intentional about that. Mm -hmm. You know. So I always get nervous about about this and um, yeah yeah no, so. that's yeah that's heavy yeah. a lot to carry <laughs> yeah a lot to carry but it's yeah it's always something we wish like somebody could just hear that if they just see for sure yeah, like you know. yeah um what is something that would be hard to hear about yourself from someone you love you don't care about me <laughs> mm. <laughs> that would be wow like if if like 
and like no i mean no one's thankfully but no one died like you know that was yeah. lovely. like my family so they, yeah either. literally thankfully yeah because I, i think it would break me you know if my mm. if my mom called me one day and said hey i don't think you care about me or i don't mm. think you care about us i'd be like what like okay. like how like how am i living you know yeah. like what yeah. is what is the purpose of my life if the people who i like Really care the most about and really value um they don't, feel that they don't feel that yeah no that's yeah for sure um what is your favorite quote if you have one I mean, good lord if you know it off the top oh of god <laughs> <laughs> there's so many wow i it's so funny because like before i read a book um yeah. a new book mm-hmm. i like go on google and i just type in like name of the book quotes yeah. right i just want to see like is this yeah is, yeah like <laughs> am i gonna have lots of quotables after this for like am i gonna have talking points for journaling like everything yeah. um so one of my favorite quotes i would say and i have plenty so this is <laughs> this took forever and yeah um this is just a quote i really love um actually because i i think it helps to uh um define how i how i live on a day-to-day basis but um it's paulo coelho from the alchemist says the secret is here in the present Mm. if you pay attention to the present you can improve upon it and if you improve on the present what comes later will also be better so forget about the future and live each day according to the teachings confident that god loves his children each day in itself brings with it an eternity Mm. that's it that's good um and i i love that because like it's i always think like so weird like sometimes my mind goes to these places and i'm like animals are so lucky mm. that they can just think in the moment you know like <laughs> they're not thinking about like yo what am i gonna do tomorrow am i gonna have enough money mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. like what is this thing like they're literally like okay right now i need to eat mm-hmm. and right now eating is all that matters mm-hmm. you know like right now i'm hibernating and mm-hmm. that's it's all that matters all, yeah. it's simple and i mean of course i I value human consciousness and our ability yeah. to think yeah, and yeah, dream like, and imagine. Don't overthink that. Yeah, don't literally. Overthink that. Like, I'm not, I don't want to be a space. Yeah. Spaced yeah. out. Like, yeah, it's not right? what you're saying. But, um, but I think, like, if we were able to be more present mm-hmm. in, in these, like, spaces in our lives, like, mm-hmm. whether we're at a, and I'm obviously guilty of this, but when I'm, when I'm <laughs> at a table and yeah. would rather be there fully at the table with friends than on my phone mm-hmm. or... Um, And I think, like, you know, if we if we can focus on the the present and what we do have right now, I mean, it's even so, like, ridiculous and impractical, right? Like, to to focus on the future for so long. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I always think about this. Like, I there was a point where I was, like, saving a lot. Mm-hmm. And then you save and you save. And you're like, I'm not going to spend that. I'm not going to spend that. I'm not going to use that for anything. Yeah. And then I, I had to think about it. I was like, well, I want to I wanna go traveling with my family. I'm yeah. like, why would I not use that for that? And, like, <laughs> and, like for That's a lot of people. saving for. Yeah, no, literally. Yeah. Like, because then you're like... I mean, I I think about death a lot, actually, mm-hmm. and not, like, in some sort of weird, morbid mm-hmm. way. I just yeah, think yeah. about there's a point where life ends and you're not here anymore. Mm-hmm. And then what happens? Like, mm-hmm. everything that you everything that you thought about and yeah. worried about and, yeah. like, cared about for the future, it just doesn't matter because in the present, you're just not here, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so that that's something that, I mean, that quote really means a lot to me because it yeah. it talks about that, like, space of eternity of, There is no beginning. There is no end. This moment, mm-hmm. right now, is it encompasses all time, and it's it's yeah. what really matters, you know. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> no, that's beautiful. Love that. Um, what makes you feel at peace? Uh, instant way for me to feel at peace is definitely uh to sing. Mm. Like I, I I love to sing. I grew up singing like mm-hmm. in and around family and it's probably like my go-to mm-hmm. like if i need like a fast track to peace mm-hmm. <laughs> uh for myself like it would be that um i love uh hymns spiritual songs mm-hmm. psalms like stuff like this too so i just start, sort of like sing around those or hum around those um or sometimes it just becomes meditative so sometimes i just choose like one line or one word and i just like yeah. play around with it and, like mm-hmm. dance melodies around it and so that puts me at peace like okay. become so focused on that so you you were singing a little when we were waiting for the horses before we went out yesterday oh really i didn't and notice I know that you have a beautiful voice <laughs> thank you cool i was like and um oh my gosh my brain just broke 
Victoria. Oh, yeah. Was singing along with you a little bit. Oh, yeah, 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 I remember that. And I was like, oh, there's there's some confidence there that uh, is so, it's so beautiful to see when someone has, like, there's no fear in sharing, sharing a beautiful voice like that. So I think it's awesome. No, I mean, um, it was... I do the world a favor and don't. <laughs> but I mean, it was this moment that, too, like, it, this was kind of like the, as in the the desert moment with the horses mm-hmm. and I was kind of like by myself and yeah. like I remember being like just really not a, just like just definitely not annoyed not I wasn't annoyed by the experience but mm-hmm. I was annoyed by all the like flies and all yes. that stuff like I'm gonna yes. Yes. and I just remember just being like okay I can so many so many things we talked about actually I can be yeah. present in this moment yeah. like I can um I can think of this moment through the lens of like wonder and then I just started like singing one of my favorite songs um, because I saw a star and there's a song called So Will I. I okay. don't know if you know it, but. I'm not uh, with song names, so when yeah. someone sings them, I know them. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I'm not singing. No, no, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it just instantly brought this like yeah. peace to, to yeah. the situation and stuff, so yeah. That's cool. Uh, would you say your life feels steady or uncertain right now? <sighs> Whoa. Um, I think there is a... Um, what's the word I'm looking for um I think there's a stigma around the idea of like unsteady mm-hmm. um so I would say in in some in some in context of that stigma yeah I would say well no my life is steady because mm-hmm. I I have plans I have things figured mm-hmm. out mm-hmm. but I really I mean hence hence the 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 alias the live like the wind and all this stuff mm-hmm. and like I'm, I'm obsessed with wind mm-hmm. um first of all um because you don't know where it's coming from or where mm-hmm. it's going to. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my favorite quotes in line with that is from a Bible verse where Jesus says, hey, the wind, you don't know where it's coming from or where it's going to, so it is with everyone who is born of the Spirit who has truly come alive, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and I love this because, like, for me, like, if there was no stigma, I would say I'm happy that mm-hmm. my life is unsteady. It's an adventure. Yeah, it's, yeah, like, yeah. it's moving. No, it's alive. Like it's, yeah. it's breathing. It's 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 um it's able to be interrupted and like mm. you know I, I i'm not too f- focused um on any one thing that mm-hmm. means that i don't have time for mm-hmm. for other things that mm-hmm. are that might come along the journey that might be more important um i think having an unsteady life without all the stigma mm-hmm. <laughs> and stuff like that means like the ability to be flexible to mm-hmm. to be um responsive and you know like and so i i had i admired those things about my life mm-hmm. um and in that sense i think that's where the there's a paradox that just exists yeah. there you know like i live a stable life in some sense because it's the thing that you actually reminded me of this yesterday because i was talking about rest and you were like well if you're traveling and you feel rested then you're mm. you've had your rest <laughs> you know and like and that's it right like it's just like even in what other people might Mm-hmm. see as like tumultuous whatever you're just mm-hmm. like well actually i'm super rested yeah like i'm super inspired i'm yeah. super driven i know where i'm going mm-hmm. i know i have all these plans and at the same time like yeah. keeping yourself open to that space where it's just like but this is a an adventure i can't even know what's going to happen in two minutes from now much less <laughs> like you know like yeah. um so yeah, yeah i'm, I'm riding the paradox peace, yeah enjoying your life and happy definitely it is, but not stable steady by the world yeah definitely not yeah. yeah for sure that's cool no i'm i'm similar in that i don't need things to look a certain way that the rest like yeah i don't get stressed in certain situations yeah. that people are like oh, i need a vacation for yeah, that no. like yeah it's fine definitely <laughs> um what makes you feel hurt i guess this is like a usually in like an maybe it's an empathy response but mm-hmm. i would say like what what would make me feel most heard in a situation is and and not not necessarily always <laughs> because i just realized like it's probably that could that could be annoying or probably backfire as well yeah. but if if someone has that sort of like uh hey i've had that or, yeah or me too or mm. yeah I, I know what you mean mm-hmm. um i think if someone can either draw on a similarity within their own life mm-hmm. or like just go like hey or even if they don't know what it feels like just mm-hmm. be like hey i don't know what that feels like but mm-hmm. you know to be honest I, yeah. yeah um that definitely doesn't answer that question <laughs> i feel like that's fair no, um, take it that works yeah yeah um if ten thousand people were standing in front of you what would you want them to know 
Yeah, I I would say like a a big like, and I mean I'm I'm at risk of sounding absolutely repetitive now. No, um, <laughs> what's important to us should sound repetitive. Yeah. Um. For me, it's like, hey, no moment of your life is is too defining of mm. who you are. You know, yeah. like. And like I I I love my parents because of how they. This is something that they like instilled in me like growing up like mm-hmm. hey like you you are not what you do you know like mm-hmm. and i know that's like there's this like rhetoric and like yeah, psychology yeah. around this like you are what you repeatedly do and mm-hmm. i'm like uh, yeah that sounds cute but like people have traumas and mm-hmm. like life and shame and these things yeah, like all moving yeah. around so no you can't automatically assume like we try to sort mm-hmm. of like quantify and box in the human experience you know and mm-hmm. i think that's so strange like mm-hmm. because i'm just like we're complex like we're we're layered and complex mm-hmm. and um no one's a standalone right like everything mm-hmm. that you do is almost always linked to something that you've experienced yeah. or um but i would want people to know that hey like tomorrow you you can start over from this moment mm-hmm. um because nothing is too defining. And of course, sometimes there are consequences to the things yeah. that you do. And, yeah. you know, in a world of justice and whatever, you have to pay those yeah. consequences sometimes, yeah. you know. But that's still not who you are. And yes. I always use the analogy of, like, a, someone who murders someone, mm-hmm. you know. And, like, this person, in a fit of rage, murders someone. Um, and to everyone else, this person's a murderer. Mm-hmm. But no one is considerate of... The fact that he's some he could have been someone's loving dad mm. or mm-hmm. someone's like loving husband mm-hmm. or um he could have the things that we find virtuous in this world he could mm-hmm. have donated x amount of money to a refugee camp or he mm-hmm. could have you know like all these things yeah. like and yeah. like but in this moment every everyone defines him as this one moment in his life mm-hmm. something that he did mm-hmm. it's just like okay you might have to pay the consequences for what you did sure. but that is not who you are yeah. um and i wish everyone could know that because i think it would it would allow people to just feel a bit more free mm-hmm. so I, some valuable information <laughs> no it's something i wish people could take to heart for sure um what is something you wish people knew about your culture um, <laughs> <laughs> um wow something so, so wow that people knew trying to think of something that people don't know um <laughs> damn i actually don't know this is crazy that's okay um, I'm just trying to think. We'll come back. To, so there's yeah. two more questions related to culture. Okay, so we can see. pop back to that one and see if it jogs something. Um, what is something you love about your culture? Um, and this is country culture, right? Like however you take it. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. You want me to start philosophizing? No, country, country works fine. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, so you're from originally. A f- million dollar question. Um, <laughs> So um, I identify as half Caymanian, half Jamaican. Okay. Um, my, my dad's Jamaican. My mom's from the Cayman Islands. I grew up equally in both those cultures. Okay. Um, yeah. uh, and I would say, and they're quite, they're quite similar, but they do have some differences because yeah. um, they're literally only like 45 minutes away from each okay. other by plane. Yeah. Um, uh, and I... Pro- I <laughs> There's so much much funny things that it's funny, like Jamaicans do or like Caymanians do or whatever. Like, um, and something I find like maybe funny about our culture is just like, no, I'm not gonna say that. Sorry. Oh, now now everybody's gonna be like, what? What are we saying? Oh, God. Oh, God. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm, I I mean, a wholesome (laughs) person. <laughs> a wholesome version of this is the the um value of like family definitely mm-hmm. okay. in like in, in culture and in, in my culture yeah um there is really this sort of like often it, it takes a like village mentality you know and like okay. when when raising kids or like everyone's like usually super respectful of like older people in the community yeah or, like you know yeah that's um so i would say this is probably one of the <laughs> one of the things you love yeah yeah for sure how about if there's anything you're not proud of in your culture Oh, wow. This is probably linking to the thing that I think I wish people knew, mm. actually. Okay. Yeah, answering together. That's so, um, the one thing that I wish people knew, and actually I share a lot of because I think it's funny and it's a little, it gives a little bit of like shock factor, is yeah. like a style of Jamaican dance called Daggerin, right? Okay. Which is 
very intense, um, like you know, like grinding. Okay. But like it's kind of like simulating like sex. <laughs> sex, he's right? Like, he's like, oh, do I say yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> who's listening to this podcast? <laughs> no, no. Well, you're fine. Yeah. Um, and it's funny because I always show my friends, like mm-hmm. my European friends, or like they come to Jamaica or mm-hmm. to the Cayman Islands, we go to like a carnival, and I'm like, hey, look, and they're like. <laughs> completely just like shocked and they're like okay. how is this happening how is okay. this um wild and then I, I wish they also knew that like in this culture like it's it's celebrated but like these two people are not even going home together like you mm. know like it's really like desexualized you mm. know or okay. you know like or unsexualized or i don't know what the, yeah. the prefix is but yeah. um, <laughs> um <laughs> so i wish people knew that because then they could kind of like maybe like just see it as like an expression of culture uh-huh. um but the thing that I'm also not most pro- that I'm not proud of, not yeah. proud of is the oversexualization mm. that happens in um, our cultures. Mm. Like, um, and it it's destructive because, like, for example, like we the things that we were literally I was talking about this with a Jamaican friend the other day, and we were like, man, there's so much destructive things in our culture that we've just taken for granted. You mm. know, like um, a lot of Jamaican women are aware that they're one of many to mm. Jamaican men. Mm. You know. And like, and I'm like, wow, this is, this is wild because this is not acceptable. You know, if you're not like, if you're not, and it's not cultural for us to, to marry more than one person. So Mm -hmm. it's like, it's not like, you know, in another culture where it's like, okay, yeah, that's normal. Uh, Like it's often destructive. It Mm -hmm. often affects the psyche of the the person and the kids and all this stuff as well. So, Mm -hmm. um, but I would say there's like a certain like, uh, sexualization and even like promiscuity existing mm-hmm. within like um a lot of caribbean culture mm. and it would probably be the thing that i'm probably not most proud of mm. um for my culture mm. thanks for sharing that uh do you feel like you know what your purpose is in life yeah i mean yes i mean i feel like i'm i feel like i'm living in it most days mm-hmm. um because it's never really linked to like uh like a particular thing like I always feel like this like if I lost the wing collective tomorrow mm. for whatever reason I would you know I would continue to live in purpose because I feel like the things that I'm building are bigger than just the things themselves you know mm-hmm. um for me like my purpose is to continuously like inspire people to to experience the world to experience what's in front of them and to experience the things around them mm-hmm. um to relate to the people around them mm-hmm. to to hear out other people's stories mm-hmm. um because of again not because of the thing itself but because of what it what it does to us you know like as we open our lives to to people mm-hmm. and to experiences uh you know we we really start to like find our per- our way in the world you know and like mm-hmm. that we're a part of something way bigger mm-hmm. you know and so i i think like if i if i weren't able to do that in the way i do it now i would just find another way to do it and i think that's that's the beautiful thing about purpose is that mm-hmm. it's never really the uh the thing or the or how it's outworked you know mm-hmm. um but it's always like the the intention and the driver and mm-hmm. you know what what drives you as a person or like what do you feel you're here for you know yeah. and for me like I, w- I would probably i'm gonna steal um something from a friend it's <laughs> her her sort of like big tagline for her life is like every story matters you know mm-hmm. um and I would I would say that like you know like every every human matters, um, mm-hmm. and yeah I mean I I wish every human knew that so that's mm-hmm. probably I would say is my purpose and probably how I uh, define my life and what what I'd be like happy doing for mm-hmm. the rest of it so yeah that's awesome. Uh, do you have a favorite tattoo and why? Oh wow, I have seventeen tattoos. Okay. Um. Oh man, and most of them have meanings. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a few. Okay. Go. Yeah. This one is a rose. Um, this kind of faded, but it says "Dear Rosa." Um, and I, when I was six years old, we went on a family vacation to Cuba, and I had a babysitter called Rosa, mm-hmm. um, who was like a family friend. And we left, went back to the Cayman Islands. Rosa stayed in Cuba. Massive hurricane happened mm-hmm. in two thousand and four and we lost all contact with Rosa mm. um, because my parents at the time my mom was sort of like more like traditional write everyone's phone and a phone number and a phone oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, so 
lost complete contact mm-hmm. with Rosa. Didn't really think about it until I was in Cuba the next time. Mm-hmm. And I was like, damn, I, I know someone from here. And I was thinking about Rosa, so I called home. And then I got my parents to, like, send me these, like, uh, old, like, photos of, like, Rosa. And I went on this, like, investigative, like, journey in Cuba trying to find Rosa. No like, I found, like, the restaurant that we were sitting out in front of no in the photo. Way. And I went around and I was like, hey, like, where is this restaurant? And the taxi drivers were all excited about it because they were like, we need to find Rosa. Like, That's you know? amazing. That's so <laughs> yeah. cool. And I remember just going and going and going. And like we, like the one restaurant we found had like been demolished. And it was like a, yeah. it was like some sort of like crazy uh, um, investigative, like uh, fun thing. But um, experience. Yeah. yeah. But I remember just one day when I realized that I wasn't going to find Rosa, um, mm-hmm. I walked out into the middle of this the one of the squares in Havana and I was just standing there and I don't know I became so overwhelmed with emotion mm. I started like weeping because mm. a woman just walked by me right mm. and I remember just thinking like wow this is so deep and dark and like mm. Rosa would never like she she could have literally like been the chef in the kitchen that I was eating at like we could have we could cross we could have nearly crossed paths so many so times, times yeah. and she just would not know who I like who I was mm-hmm. and like and I probably wouldn't recognize her either mm-hmm. you know like because you know, yeah, she was like twenty so years time, my senior yeah. or whatever and I remember just like going back to the hostel at the time and writing writing um, a letter of everything I would say to Rosa if I saw mm-hmm. her and then I got it tattooed dear Rosa that's awesome so um, cool. that's an, that's a, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Rosa obviously means rose in yeah. in Spanish. So. Um, this was a this is like a stencil of a. Um, actually, that's that's kind of This is a really good one. It just says the words simply Jesus, mm. you know. Um, and I think this was like a big one for me because I I come from a culture that's my parents never really forced like any sort of like relig- like faith on me. Mm-hmm. Um, they were quite like, hey, you have to find whatever you find for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, but our culture is definitely like, there's a lot of like cultural faith or religion or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. people kind of like, you know, follow, follow things because, mm-hmm. you know, it's been handed down to them. Um, and I just found like when I came to faith at 21 years old, I wanted to like disregard all of that and unlearn all of that. Mm. And so I had to like, I was like, okay, what is the one defining thing? For my life, how I live, mm-hmm. and what like minus the rituals and the mm-hmm. religious things and the holidays and all this stuff and um and it was Jesus, you know. Mm-hmm. So I just was like, I just went and I had to get this tattooed on my my body as like a as a reminder, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, um, is there anything else you want others to know about you or what matters to you? No, I mean, I would I would say we summed up a yeah uh a good chunk of it, like. People, people matter the most yeah. um, to me. Stories matter the most. Um, mm-hmm. Like people feeling heard and loved and known mm-hmm. matters the most. People being their authentic selves matters mm-hmm. the most. Mm-hmm. Um, people realizing that this is not just a human experience, but you know, there's there's something more. There's something divine. There's something bigger happening, and um, and hopefully people get to someday experience that, you know, in whatever way. So those are those are the things that matter mm-hmm. to me. I would mm-hmm. say. Very much so. And then, um, is there anything you're proud of? Or what is something you're proud of? Woo! Um, Not anything. That sounds so... Uh, is there anything you're proud of you've done? <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. No, yeah. I mean, being alive, you know, like... Yeah. Uh, and I, I mean that. Like, I didn't, I didn't do a big, like, birthday... Like, this year was so strange, because, like, this year I didn't do, like, a big sort of, like, reflective mm. birthday journal session, which mm-hmm. I normally do yearly, mm. you know? But last year, I remember writing and just going like this is crazy because 10 years ago i felt like there was no purpose to life and i thought like this was right when i kind of like explored faith and stuff but i thought like if there's no purpose to life then what's the point of being alive mm-hmm. and i wanted probably wanted nothing more than to not be alive in that moment mm-hmm. and i just look back on like the experiences i've had since that like this is before i started traveling before mm-hmm. i started you know like everything mm-hmm. like and i'm thinking like wow like man like if we if we could literally just live through today mm-hmm. then then we know what tomorrow holds you know mm. and um and so i'm probably most proud of myself for for uh just working through that you know Finding like it, yeah. and just not not like succumbing to that like idea that like life is like worthless or mm. you know so yeah mm-hmm.
That's awesome. Um, last one. What is next for you? Sleep. <laughs> joking. Sleep. No, 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 no. No, I'm joking. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, this is is yeah. I mean, there's there's so much. Obviously, I mean, we haven't even like touched on like business and businesses. Mm, uh-huh. Like going back into like work mode. I feel like recently it's been it's been such an interesting year because it's probably it's been the year that I've worked the most on like personal projects. Mm-hmm. But um, like in terms of like our actual like business and like the mm-hmm. the structure around that like it's meant that we've taken like a a lot of like chunk of time more in the strategy stage and not mm-hmm. implementing because mm-hmm. you know we weren't allowed to travel mm-hmm. and our business is a travel business um and so we'll probably the next season is probably going to look a, a lot like working on that with our team and like mm-hmm. implementing a lot of those things mm-hmm. um implementing that strategy that we've kind of like built up over the last like year um um yeah i would say that but next country is turkey Next country, back to turkey <laughs> yeah. you were just there i was just there yeah we crossed we crossed each other there yeah, right? <laughs> and then here yeah so yeah um no, yeah that's awesome well i want to just say thank you so much thanks for, for having me being willing to just like <laughs> let me throw the world at you and and open your heart up this has been awesome well i'm like emotionally energized and drained at the same time I'm like wow <laughs> like, now i'm I spent <laughs> I've spent. No. These questions are awesome, though. It's been it's been so great. I really appreciate you. Thanks Thank for you having so much. me. Yeah. Um, so I'll link for anybody who wants to follow along with Clay, um, alive like the wind. Um, Thank you. Just so you know who he is there, and then um, we'll get a little bit more linked in there, so you can check him out. Check out Wind Collective, which is your travel um, yeah. community business, mm-hmm. yeah, um, for sure. And just thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to This World My View. Your reviews are what keep this show going. So if you have a moment, I would so appreciate you just taking a second to write a review. Anything from, I really enjoyed this, or something you took away that changed your perspective or impacted your life, or something you connected with. If you have a chance to share that on social media and tag me and the show in it, I would greatly appreciate that. I just want to thank you also for just being a part of my world and community here at This World My View. Thank you for tuning in to This World My View. Your reviews are what keep this show going. So if you have a moment, I would so appreciate you just taking a second to write a review. Anything from, I really enjoyed this, or something you took away that changed your perspective or impacted your life, or something you connected with. If you have a chance to share that on social media and tag me and the show in it, I would greatly appreciate that. I just want to thank you also for just being a part of my world and community here at This World My View.